Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. I am just so ecstatic to welcome in this episode because it's a really special one. Y'all, it's our 100th episode, which we'll get into all the details about. But I honestly live, we can't even begin this episode without just thanking everybody. Like, we wouldn't have gotten to this place without all of our listeners, all of those in the BGF community. So just in awe and just want to thank everybody. And how do you feel? A hundred is a big number. It, it is. feels like a very grand entrance in a way. And it's crazy because we just get started. But shout out to y'all. Cute Jamaican bullets like bop, 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 bop. <laughs> like we really ride heavy with y'all. So thank you so much for sticking around for 100 episodes. Yeah. And we're really excited for this episode to get to chat about all the things that we've learned along the way. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, y'all, you're going to hear a little sneak peek of what is to come. Love so it. Make sure you stick around for that part. But we can't even begin. I'm going to get ahead of myself. We can't even begin the conversation without doing a quick little pulse check. So Liv, how's life treating you? Yeah, it's really cool. I feel like I just am in the midst of overcoming this hump of feeling like very discombobulated, very just like out of sorts, going to bed at 2 a.m., just (laughs) all of the New Year's things out the window, right? But Now I'm in a place where I am resetting Mm -hmm. and in the midst of my resetting, I am attracting new opportunities, new connections, just like really expecting like greatness for myself this year. So it feels good to take a beat beat and be like, okay, we're resetting, we're starting over and that's just where we are right now. And honestly, I'm sure a lot of people can resonate to that because we start off the year by saying like, let's take on all our goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then life. And Absolutely. so I love that you're getting a second beat, a second go at it. Mm. Life has been busy, you know, as it happens and it's life in. So all the ups and downs for sure. But I've really been just enjoying these like little pockets of joy along the way. And I think the rest of the year, I just have a lot of things I get to be a part of for a lot of people. So looking forward to what's to come. We need to do a little pulse check for the Aquariuses out there. How are y'all doing? We're being... Aquariuses, mm-hmm. <laughs> which <laughs> if you have an Aquarius in your life, check on them and love on them this month. But I think I think they're all we're just trying to be as mystique as you can in the month that's about us. OK, I love that. And Black History Month is coming up. Ow. Exactly. Actually, Beyonce this is-, is about to drop her her tour date, too. We must have all had the, the idea together. It's rumored she's going to drop it the same day that we drop this episode. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Beyonce, we are up. tapped in with Beyonce. <laughs> Don't ask about it. But yes, thank you so much for giving us your post check. And, you know, y'all, we're so grateful to make it to the 100th episode. Like, mm-hmm. what? And to show our gratitude, we gave you all an opportunity to 
Send us some questions about dating, life, love, podcast things, and y'all did not disappoint. So I have my handy dandy phone right here if you are watching on our YouTube channel, and I'm going to read out some questions from y'all. So let's get this started off strong. I really love, too, that the questions came in exactly to the conversations we love to have around life, love, and identity. Yeah. So it's like, y'all really, y'all really be keeping They understood up. the assignment. Exactly. Absolutely. I'm so excited to get into it. Okay. So first question is, from a sister looking for advice, please talk about how to find genuine sisterhood and community. Wow. Thank you so much for that question. And listen, girl, it is a journey we've talked about it so much on the podcast like what do I do Mm -hmm. when I am not seeing the people or or I'm feeling lonely all of the things Mm -hmm. and I feel like for me especially in college that's when I feel like I felt it the most Mm -hmm. where I was like okay my childhood friends are not in the same state as me and there are people that I'm cool with at, at school but I haven't found my tribe. I see everyone finding their tribe and it can create a lot of pressure when you have these expectations on what your community is supposed to look like. Uh, But listen, you truly just have to understand like what your values are, like what type of friend do you want to attract? And are you that type of friend that can support, you know, a healthy friendship? Mm -hmm. And once you kind of figure out your values, then you're able to go and seek out those places and um, seek out those people in which you're trying to be in communion with. So that's my two cents on it. Um, But yeah, just like not being afraid to go up to people and saying, hey, girl, like, I really like your jacket. Like, where did you get it from? And I think that's probably been my easiest way to connect with people and people um, that are currently in my life is probably due to just some random like girl like you look good today so being open to that well I love connection because some people might think oh well that's your personality trait like I'm not gonna go up to somebody randomly and I hope people really take away it's like no it's about actively putting an effort to really you know if you see somebody and you want that type of relationship and that type of community that you're actively seeking it and doing and putting in the work that's necessary to create opportunities to connect with people because in reality it's not every person you meet or every you know person that you kick it with is going to end up your assist in your sister tribe yeah but you should be creating opportunities that you can further a connection. Absolutely. And then to your point, having those values overlaid so that in those moments that you get to connect, you can tell people, I'm actually looking to build my community in this way. I'm looking Absolutely. to have a few people that I can really rely on and be my village in this or that way. And you'd be surprised at how many people also want that, but the conversation doesn't stop there because then you have to work at becoming that. So yeah. I think everything you're saying, I hope people don't be like, that's just live. It's like, no, she's kind of giving you the rest to be for success here yeah you I think the name of the game is just not being afraid of rejection in all facets of our life you can't be you know just like not willing to open yourself up to new connections by being the first person to go up to someone or being the first person to swipe right on bumble bff like all of these tools that we have and you know I just think it's all about confidence uh and just getting to a point of like yo (laughs) something isn't working for me I really yeah I really am seeking connection 
and creating like a plan about it, whether that's taking yourself out on a date and then, you know, telling yourself, if I see anybody, like I'll go up to them and I'll strike up a conversation with them. Little baby steps, uh, going to community websites, seeing what, uh, what events are going on in the area. Those are some anything start throwing them yourself exactly you know make make that space and I agree with you in that we don't go very far in our life just being comfortable and living in our comfort zone Mm. in a lot of work that I do we talk about your discomfort is actually your growing edge Mm. and I truly think that that's applicable in every aspect of your life including making connections with people so love all of that all that and we're always still thinking and thriving or trying to figure out how we can be thriving in this area for ourselves and I'll even say for myself you know long distance friendships and sisterhoods are still really important to me and it's definitely possible to even have that they don't always have to be your roommate Mm, absolutely (laughs) yeah what's the next question looking like so after that people really of course wanted to get some advice in the dating realm Mm. and we might know a thing or two we can share maybe a little something a little something so we got a question in how to navigate dating in your 20s and particularly any tips that you would give to 23 or 24 year olds which is kind of like that early 20s so yeah your prime it's interesting because i think this is i love dating questions i'm a hopeless romantic (laughs) y'all know this we all know this and it's cool because we're both in two different situations where Mm -hmm. you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. and i am casually dating Mm -hmm. uh working on myself whatever the case you want to however you want (laughs) to however you want to frame it and one thing that i would say to someone that is trying to experiment in the dating realm is one just not taking it too seriously i i've been someone in the past to really think like okay if a guy comes into my life and we have this in common and we both like doing this then oh my gosh this person's going to be my boyfriend the stars are aligned this is a sign all of the things but when we create expectations on what to expect when we go on one date or two dates or three dates with someone we can build up this narrative in our head that leads to us getting disappointed and so I would just say, like, know what your vibe is. If you're someone that already knows deep in your being, like, I don't want to do the casual dating thing. I don't want to do the casual (laughs) hookup thing. That is totally fine. And still put yourself out there to bring in new connections. Like, you're not going to be able to find your husband if you stay in the house all day long, you know? And um, I was working remote, like, primarily most of my career up until this point. And it was really hard for me to see connection because I was always in the house. You have to find new ways to, like, work (laughs) from different cafes, work from different restaurants. Again, like, putting yourself out there and not being afraid to make the first move. Like, I'm not sure if I'm someone that's... (laughs) super like oh you ladies like we need to shoot our shot or anything like that but if you do like what you see then there's nothing wrong with striking up a conversation and being open to that connection so that's that's my little tidbit on dating (laughs) just not taking yourself too seriously I think that's great I I wish more people leaned into that and didn't feel like they had to be so prim and proper and perfect before endeavoring into all things dating um, when I think back of what I kind of would remind myself at that age is just like slow down. Like you don't need to rush anything. And I know I'm saying that to 
an experience that's very like, no, but I'm ready. I'm now like I've done the healing. I'm on the journey. Mm -hmm. I want my person all this. So it's like the worst, like the worst thing you want to hear. But in reality, we're babies, like truly babies in the game. And so there's no point in rushing that process because you'll have so much time to experience everybody. And I do believe that that's open and a possibility for anybody at any stage in their life. So mm-hmm. it's like, why rush it? And because being in relationships, it's also really difficult work too. Mm. And so it's sometimes I'm like grass greener on the other side. Like, do you live your life? And I spend that time intentionally exploring what your values are, what you're interested in, because you might say you really are into casual dating and then casually dating and it's not working for you. Right. And you need to be able to figure out what that is before you go and co-sign your life with somebody else in like yeah. a very intimate way. Yeah. What I will say is if you are in that waiting period where you're just like seeing all of your friends get in relationships or getting married, the way you have to have such a divine connection, like on a spiritual level or however level you'd like to like describe this of just knowing that you deserve the best connection and that you deserve a partner that treats you the right way and that they are on the way. Like during your waiting season, you have to just constantly remind yourself because I I think a lot of people end up settling when they see their friends moving into, you know, marriage, moving into serious Serious long-term relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, well, I guess I need to find someone too. But when you truly believe in your being, okay, the right person is coming for me and or I we are attracting and moving towards each other because I exist so therefore my partner exists that is like the I think the best space to be in so that's just the advice that I've come to given from a reformed person that would always (laughs) complain about how single I was last year like it was a problem so confession this is a mm -hmm. delusional hopeless romantic Mm -hmm. I love it (laughs) yeah so like it's we're all in this together we're all in this together I love it okay next question is how to break free from the shackles of talking stages you could probably actually give a whole crash course on this because you're like you have a quick turnaround you like yeah after a little bit of time you're like we go together yeah no for sure I personally I haven't experienced being in a talking stage for a a, you know an insane amount of time um but I have had friends that have been in talking stages and they're just like oh my god girl why won't he commit and when you're in that limbo of like trying to get a guy to commit to you you start questioning so many things you're like is it is it because of this like Is it because of this? Am I not good enough? And that's just not a fun space to be in. And we don't do that. So (laughs) what I would say is really just understanding, going back to the values thing, like what do I value in a partner? Is this someone that I can really see myself being long term with? Well, I've already expressed to them that they like, you know, that I'd like to be in a committed relationship and they are kind of disrespecting you know, my wishes or not. I don't want to say disrespecting my wishes, but like kind of putting my my um values or what my wants on the back burner and we would ideally want someone I'm hoping that puts our (laughs) values and puts our wants on you know in the front so I would just say communicating 
to your partner or whoever it is that you're talking to, hey, I'm really looking for someone that is able to meet this need and that is going to lock this down. Listen, because Valentine's Day is coming up. Like we kind of need we kind of need those answers soon. Um, And I would just kind of let them know. And what I've actually had when I've had these conversations, I'm like, hey, I really like you. I want to be with you. But if you're not on that same vibe, then I'm going to take a step back and you have to be okay with leaving people where they're at and not contacting them anymore. Like again, believing I'm attracting new people into my life, new opportunities. And this isn't the only person I'm going to have a connection with. Right. And I'm actually going to find a better connection um, with someone that's going to value my boundaries. Right. I think, Again, gem dropper over here. What you're saying is really important, especially with that piece of being able to let people go if the situation is no longer serving you or the other person. And this is something that being okay with that, because it feels like rejection sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. we might want to control the narrative and say, oh, I walked away from them. But it's like, no, it feels like rejection because sometimes people don't want to take that next step forward. And I've had my fair share of situations with men who, honestly, boys probably, but that had this narrative of like, oh, you're too good. Like you're, Mm. if I'm, I'm not the type of man that I want to be to take on a relationship with you. And like, I value you too much, which my BS meter is a little about it, but walking away from those situations still felt like rejection, but in the, and it hurt. And I'm so glad that I went through that process because it, when you walk away, you make space for that right person Yeah, and you have to kind of go through all those iterations and the man that is ready to commit to you will not be intimidated when you speak that like, this is what my standards are. This is what I want. And this, I want to do it with you. And even though that might feel very like emboldened, that level of confidence will bring you the right person and you'll be able to know. So agree with everything you're saying. That too good for you piece is such a red flag. Because yeah. and, and it, it can really lead you to being like once he realizes that I am not like this fairy magical princess in his head, then and he can like kind of come to earth and recognize that I'm a human being yeah. like and, you know, whatever that we can finally be together in the way Ex- that I want us to be together. Yeah. And I'm telling you, ladies, like just let's just cut it off. there. <laughs> exactly. So definitely different strategies, but I think we can all agree that being in that talking space can, or talking phase can definitely be very confusing. Yeah. So if you know that you want to take the next step forward, definitely make that clear. And you know what? My Angelo says like trust people and believe them when they say something. So if they're not ready to commit, honey, they told you like, we gotta, we gotta keep them mo- right. moving, keep it pushing. So. Absolutely. Well, Good. I love a good little kiki about dating, but now I'm really excited because we got a lot of questions about the podcast in general and everything from what's things that we've learned personally since the very first episode yeah, all the way to how has our relationship evolved. And then my favorite and really exciting of just what's to come with the podcast and the vision for growth. So pick any of those to start with. Mm. Okay. Well, I'll start, start with how our relationship has evolved because that just feels like so personal Mm -hmm. and so intimate. I would say if you guys know, some some of y'all might know, we, Lexi 
and I met in college Mm -hmm. and she had originally came up with this idea that she kind of wanted to get off the ground called brown college girls. And that was about really just connecting like brown women that were in college to other brown women. Because when you look at brown college girls, like there was just like a bunch of derogatory stuff that came up. There weren't really, there wasn't really positive representation. And that was kind of like how we first connected. I don't think we really knew each other that well. Um, But then later on, um, we started to hang around each other a little bit more and we kind of had this pivotal point in our relationship where like we had to confront some problems Mm -hmm. that uh, were present like kind of on both sides and so once we were able to hash that out we then uh, you know decided to figure out how we could bring together the brown college girl space but in a different format I think at the time people were telling you like oh you should start a podcast da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and I was like you should actually do that and she was like well I wouldn't do that if I didn't have somebody else like I feel like I should have someone else so I was like I'll do it so then there came when I grew up with Liv and Lex and so each time we have uh, like kind of come together for whatever reason like we've we've kind of each platform has evolved in its own way mm-hmm. and so when I grew up uh was kind of like the same exact like concept we just decided to rebrand it in 2020 and 2020 as we know was just like a really rough year where we weren't even sure if we were going to continue the podcast because I just was mentally checked out and couldn't contribute the level of attention that we both knew that we wanted you know to contribute so with that I met her in college now I'm living with her there's just been a lot of change and evolution and just the way that I understand Mm -hmm. Lexi like as a friend as business partner like sometimes it feels like we're married sometimes (laughs) it feels like she's just my older sister I feel like a lot of the time it feels like that and so I never would have imagined meeting you in college our relationship would have all of these layers to it Mm -hmm. but yet here we are on our 100th episode recording this and it's just been really dope I think challenging myself to be in like one like vulnerable enough with Mm -hmm. someone else like I've never had to really like room with someone like Mm -hmm. post-college and then also like on a roommate level having to have conversations about boundaries and things and then podcast level having to talk about our visions and stuff and you know we're such different people but at the same time we work really well and like we're very harmonious Mm -hmm. so that's like scratching the surface (laughs) of how our relationship has evolved but it's just been a very beautiful process and with that the podcast has has evolved as well I agree and I honestly couldn't have said it any better than you did of taking us down a walk through memory lane and I credit when we merged when we rebranded the podcast that was kind of pinnacle for us because it did go from just this live in Lex situation to like this was us together Mm -hmm. and I think that was kind of the spark and the force that was going to be what we built community off of yeah and we talk a lot about navigating and we'll get into it in a couple weeks when we get to talk about like our year anniversary of living together but at the core of all the layers that live peeled back for you all is our friendship and that's kind of the biggest thing that of course has evolved because we've evolved 
but it has taken in like truly a new form mm-hmm. through all of these different avenues. And so for me, when I think about like how our relationship in the podcast have evolved, it's like simultaneously, but when we kind of merged into one, that was really that it became the possibilities were endless. And it's also kind of our piece of success and potentially, you know, the hardest thing about doing this too, because we always have to go back to that. So that's definitely something that's big. Hey y'all, let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this, gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle, just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week, And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. What's something that you've learned slash grown personally since the first episode? Yeah, well, the reality of it is I've never really liked talking. Like, I've never thought I had much to offer or mm. say. That was lives not wrong where everyone's like, you should start a podcast. I'm like, I don't know why people would listen to me at all. And so growing into that and honing in my own voice and not even I had a voice. I just didn't think people cared about what my takes were. Mm. Um, And I think over the years, we've really seen how we live into and embody a lifestyle that we do genuinely believe if other people attribute or take on will make us better humans and better community with each other, fill this sense of belonging and longing and all of that. And so it's been nice to see that fruition of like, wow, I really doubted that. And here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. I feel like my definition of community has really changed over time Yeah, yeah. because you see these people that like say that they've got community and they've got like 50,000, like a hundred thousand like followers and people like showing up to events. And when we first started, excuse me, we were getting like 200 listeners, like and we thought we were episode, <laughs> and we thought it was like everything and more. And now to have like thousands of monthly listeners is just kind of crazy. But despite that, like even if we were getting 200 listeners or even five listeners, I think that we would still be doing this because it, because it means the message means a lot to us. And so for anyone that's thinking about starting a podcast, don't like focus too much on the audience, like, Mm -hmm. and and who's tuning in. If it's something that you enjoy and you feel like it's beneficial, then I would, I would still like show up and like tell people about it. Like we, we do a lot of word of mouth, like, you know, being like, yo, we've got a podcast. You should listen to it. And we were really Y'all, when we first started, we were on our phones. We didn't wait for the production value, for all of these things that society might tell us we have to be perfect to take on. Yeah. And when you say live, 
understanding kind of why you kick, why you're kicking this off and who you're doing it for. I agree that that's one of the biggest things. A lot of content creators will talk about like, oh, you have to be consistent. And yes, consistency is important, but consistent for who and why Mm. is also something I think a lot about because it's not just that we were consistent that our platform has grown this way is that we were consistent with ourselves because Mm -hmm. it does take a lot of time and work and legwork to produce something that drops weekly and to take care of your mental health and to hold on to a much bigger vision to try and make space for community when you don't always have the space for yourself. So you have to be consistent for you. Yeah. And in my opinion, those are two very different things that yield two very different results. And Mm -hmm. we've really just made the commitment to being commitment consistent to our why and they're different sometimes you know yeah Liv's contribution to the podcast helps her align her purpose with the world and her you know much larger vision and it's different than what my path and what I use the podcast for too so being able to hone in on that and live into that consistency for you I think that's like super key when you're thinking about starting a podcast. Yeah, I I would say because there are a couple about like how to start a podcast and like grow a community it's really just about establishing what your why is like why do you want to kind of hitting on what Lexi said like why do you want to start this podcast and what type of uh, medium are you going to reach your audience with so like is it going to be entertaining is it going to be inspiring is it going to be educational and then once you've kind of had that framework then all it really comes down to is figuring out who your audience is and what are their struggles what are their strengths? Where do they reside? Mm-hmm. And really understanding your user persona. So understanding the type of the ideal community that you're looking for, right? Once you kind of have that framework, figuring out an outline for episodes and yeah. you can structure those kind of how you how you'd like to, but some basic tips are having a title, having um, you know, a description of what you're gonna be talking about. Uh, having a hook for how you'd like to bring it in or any segments. And from there, you just kind of learn how to tweak. When we first started, when I grew up with Love and Legs, we had a pop culture segment. Yeah. And then we eventually decided, hey, like, I'm not really sure if this really fits in with the type of vibe that we're trying to cultivate. So we decided to get rid of that. And But kept the pulse check. But kept the pulse check. Exactly. So you can tweak and figure out what works best for you. But um, it's really just about like, having fun with it and Mm -hmm. like showing up. I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of podcasts don't make it past what, like 30 episodes. Yeah. So I had no idea. I didn't even know that it was that short of a lifespan for podcasts, but yeah, it shows that it really is. It is a lot of like work for sure. Absolutely. Well, we also got lots of questions about what is to come. Mm. What's coming next. What's the future of black girl flow. What are little tidbits that we can share? Yeah. And so, Liv, do you want to kick it off by telling people a few things of what they can expect from us in this new year? Absolutely. So I'm really excited because we are coming out with a newsletter. And you might be wondering, like, what's exciting about a newsletter? But given that we're coming out with a newsletter, you're going to be able to hear kind of like a monthly pulse check from us and also a recap of what you missed, what episodes like did really well, things that you should listen to, including journal prompts. So if you're someone that loves to journal and just reflect on the content that you hear and that you consume, we will be coming out with journal prompts to kind of help you guide, help guide you throughout the episodes. Mm -hmm. And really is, 
our way of trying to continue to build community. Obviously, we love our social fans on TikTok, on Insta, on YouTube, but we really want to have this way that you all have access to us in a way to hear what we're listening to on our playlist or what books that we might be reading and other opportunities that you might be able to connect with other folks in the BGF community. So we're really, really excited for that to be one more avenue that we get to connect with you all in a very intentional way. Absolutely. We're also really excited too because we're taking advantage of that now that we have lived together and we have a rhythm and a rhyme and our life is a little bit more consistent to start hosting some pop-up events in North Carolina to get to connect and actually kind of live into and have some of the practices that we talk about in regards to wellness. So you all, again, in the newsletter, will get lots of sneak peeks of what those events could be in the North Carolina area and what's to come, but it's not limited to North Carolina because we will also be doing the book, book club. club. Exactly. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hold on a second. What else? We're also doing a book club. Exactly. We will be hosting monthly readings from even some of the guests that we'll have on the show and we'll be kind of scheduling out check-ins, Zoom calls to discuss books. And I'm really excited about that piece, probably the most, because I've got so many unread books that I keep buying that we will be able to read together. So a lot of fun things. And we'll also be archiving some episodes as well. We have come a long way. We've reflected a little bit about And with that journey, we've always made space for our episodes about when I grow up with Live and Lex. Mm. And even in our rebrand, we kept those so that people kind of could still get to know us. But y'all, we have outgrown that space and it is time to put those into the past. And so we're going to be archiving those older episodes from when we first started, just so that we have a consistent brand representation from this point out. And because we know how much y'all love our content, that's really specific to living a life in flow. So Absolutely. We're excited to put that on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. We're a lot of exciting things are happening. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly growing. And I'm just really excited to kind of bring in the new year with new guests. Exactly. New new events. New partnerships. Exactly. And that's one thing that as we kind of close out, we're really excited for the amount of new followers and you know that have joined the Black Girl Flow community, and we're excited to be able to create even more spaces. And we've been able to do this pretty ad-free since we started um, with very minimal partnerships, just honestly other Black creatives supporting us and giving yeah. insights and sharing their wisdom. But moving forward into the new year, we are going to start integrating ads into the podcast so that we can continue to invest those resources back into y'all's community. So even though we have worked really hard to make sure that this was the most organic space possible, we're getting to a point where the growth that you all have supported us, we want to be able to actually give that back to you. Mm. And so we're excited to kind of learn about how to navigate that and bring that opportunity in. And we're hoping that we can have really beautiful partnerships that come out of it. But we wanted to keep it real with y'all that you can expect an ad or two and help some girls out because we really are going to turn around and put all those resources that we get into trying to grow this this community and the opportunities that we can provide y'all yeah a lot of exciting things and we'll be here with y'all every step of the way y'all will be here with us every step of the way and if we didn't answer one of your questions 
please feel free to DM us again um, and we can like send you a voice memo answering. <laughs> we love sending voice memos to y'all when, when y'all DM us. Um, so we can definitely do that and maybe even answer a couple more in the future. But thank y'all so much for rocking with us. We appreciate you. We rock with y'all the long way always. <laughs> uh, so with, with that, that being said, peace, peace love, love, blessings, blessings. And we will see you guys next time. Bye, Bye guys. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the key keys. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks. <laughs>